Welcome the Holy Spirit here tonight at the secret place and we are glad to have you a part of it. Why don't you join with us and just bless the Lord together. Come on right there in your home. Bless the Lord for just a moment because he is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. Hallelujah. Glory to your name God. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Would you just look at your neighbor, greet somebody, and say it feels better in here already, and you may have your seats in the name of Jesus. Welcome to The Secret Place with Bishop Gary Oliver and Dr. Noemi. We are here tonight to talk with you just for a few moments and spend some time with you. We want to spend some quality time with you and give you something that can help you in your future. Amen, Dr. Amen. Norman. Amen. Yes, there's just so many things that people are searching, and and yeah. it's no. We know that these are things that are happening not just in our house, but it's happening out there that we're just looking to see how can we, how can we yeah. bring value to people, especially for the things that they're searching for. Yeah, it's interesting because we did um, we we looked into what people are really hungry for in this season because. There's, it's always pertinent to give a word from the Lord, and we always ex in, endeavor to do that. But we also know that the word of the Lord always meets our needs where we are. Amen. And uh, some of the things that people are really experiencing and dealing with and struggling with, uh, we just want to take a little time tonight to even talk about them. We talked about uh, having a mindset for growth on one of the last episodes, but... Tonight, we want to talk a little bit about anxiety and worry and panic attacks. Anybody ever experienced anything like that in the mama? Yeah, I know. And it's, you know, we like to say that we don't, but how many of you be real honest just for a minute and just kind of wave at me and say, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about? Um, because it's, and, and we understand that there is a major difference in between the occasional anxiety that is a part of life everybody experiences it on some level but however there are people with anxiety disorders as well and uh, these these disorders can be frequently intense uh, excessive and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations and a lot of times uh, they re have repeated episodes of this sudden feelings of intense anxiety and fear or terror that reach a peak within just minutes. And if you've ever been around somebody that's experienced that, it's very, very real. It's very real. And these feelings of anxiety and panic, they can interfere with daily activities. They can interfere with uh, your relationships with people. They're difficult to control. They can interfere with situations like just simple as going to the grocery store and and going out, just getting outside, just being uh, being behind the wheel and uh, driving. Sometimes, sometimes people like to avoid places. They like to avoid situations. 
that cause those feelings. And uh, some of these symptoms actually can start in childhood. They can start when you're young children, uh, but and it, it can be brought on by traumatic situations right. at times. Yes. And uh, so we know that there's a lot of examples of, of these anxiety disorders, which include generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, or a social phobia, uh, specific phobias, uh, just about being in closed uh, places or spaces. Uh, some people have phobias about riding an elevator. Some people have phobias about whatever it may be. And the, the thing that we feel like that the church has done sometimes is we just like to lay hands on you, pray for you, and say, don't worry about it. God's got you. But then you go home and you still have the anxiety disorder and you still worry and you still struggle and you try to do what we tell you to do, but it doesn't always work that way. But how many of you know God is a healing God? Amen. Amen. And he is a deliverer. Amen. Come on, somebody. Yes. He is a deliverer. But there are some things that even sometimes those of us who believe the word of God, Bible believing, faith filled, fire baptized, all of the other stuff that we claim, we still deal with some issues too. Am I right about that, y'all? Yes. Come on. Yes. Because it's very important that we understand that God doesn't expect us to deal with this on our own, but he has plans for us to walk this out right. and to find healing. And he gives us wisdom. And um, I don't know whatever form of anxiety uh, that a person may have or someone that may be watching tonight I feel like tonight that we're on assignment. I feel like that we're on assignment to talk to somebody that is perhaps in this room or perhaps in our viewing audience tonight that has a particular form of anxiety that you've been struggling with with some time. I want you to know tonight that you're looking at two people that know, we don't just believe, we know God can heal and we know that God can help you. But Amen. we also do not negate the scientific and medical treatment, which Amen. can help. But more than anything, we believe that God is a God of transformational healing. Amen. And Amen. even if you have to walk alongside somebody and get some help, God will deliver you out of right. your trouble. Amen. God will heal you and God will rescue. Right. Do I have a room full of folks in here tonight that believe that? <laughs> The reality is, is that we have all experienced him for ourselves. And we've experienced God do things for us that perhaps the doctor said couldn't happen. Maybe somebody in here had stage four cancer. Maybe somebody watching had a bad disease, but God healed you of your disease. Amen. And in the disease came panic, came worry, came struggle but when the healing came everything left Amen. because the <laughs> devil was exposed the enemy was exposed and God healed you that's all we're talking about tonight so I want I want my wife Dr. Noemi I want you to talk to us from a, 
a pragmatic understanding and reality of anxiety and panic disorders. Um, even the scientific community admits that we don't know certain details about anxiety and we don't know all the answers, but speak to us and give us some whys, some hows, some where-tos and all the above. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because it's such a taboo subject. Yeah. And with some of the trainings that we've done with the Christian counselors and mental health coach, that, that's one of the things that they say, don't just put it to the side and, and, and just you know, hide under a rock and think it's right. not happening because it's more common than ever. And right. those numbers actually increased right after COVID, just the anxiety increase, yes. the fear of the unknown, the mm-hmm. fear of, you know, we know we've got all these outside things that are happening, the, the news and what people are saying. And then, then you notice that, you know, there's anxiety about just driving and it just anxiety creates additional anxiety, and especially depending on the outside sources that are around us. That's why it's important that in in the the Christian community that we surround ourselves with people that have faith, that know who they are, that believe what God does and Mm -hmm. how God can protect us. Uh, But but we're still surrounded by the outside. And so how do we negate all the negative things that are happening? Um, And and for one, it's not shying away from the truth and knowing that anxiety doesn't exist in a Christian life. It exists in everyone. We're all human. And because we are human, we're going to experience anxiety in different forms. Some of it can look like, uh, for one, let's just break it down. Anxiety is your natural response to threat. It's the one that gives you those nerves sometimes, you know, that it's there to protect you. And because it's there to protect you, then your body starts reacting. We know, like, we've talked about the people that have come up to stage. You know, that's the number one, one of the top fears of speaking in public. Right. So you start sweating, you know, the nerves start getting there. Um, that's part of a little bit of an episode of anxiety. Right. So we all experience anxiety at some point in our lives. It's just some of them are stronger than others. Right. And so we don't want to negate that doesn't exist. It exists. The problem is when it begins to affect your life. Right. It begins to affect you where you can't get out of the house. Right. When it affects you where you can't drive in certain areas. And, yeah, some of those are brought on based on experiences. Some of them, they, they even talk about some of it can be passed on as um, genetics, right. uh, chemistry, personality traits, life experiences, traumatic events. And there's just different kinds. Um, it can be brought on by medicine. It can even be brought on by medicine, yeah. exactly. It can create more anxiety. Right. Uh, because many times it could be something that was triggered based on a behavior at a young age. Right. And so medication numbed it that later on was exposed and created even a bigger anxiety. That's why they tell you people who suffer anxiety uh, to avoid uh, whether it's alcohol or drugs that can continue to create a right. worse scenario. And so it's important to know that um, because we, the, it is a real thing, is we can't just shy away from it. We do get to talk about it. We get to be aware of it yes. and really how to navigate and know when it is something that you can do and something that you know that God can help you with. And there's times it's, it's okay to ask for help. Yes. That's why we have counselors. That's why we have, you know, um, psychologists. We have coaches that can walk you through things um, that would assist you with that. Uh, but some of them, the general anxiety that we know is just panic disorders, um, Sometimes you can have social anxiety, being around so many people that can be brought up on anxiety. Um, 
obsessive compulsive disorder. We talk right. about, you know, CD2, you know, that can be part of an anxiety. And then, of course, post-traumatic stress, which we hear from a lot of our vets that come back from war that they go through anxiety attacks because they experienced something that was real in the mind and the mind does not separate from what past experience to something that is current and because that happens sometimes when something is brought on then the PTSD and the, the anxiety and everything kicks in because the mind is in defense mode and because it's in defense mode it's looking for okay how do I prepare for the danger how do I prepare for the things that are coming at me and because it's coming at me then I've got to be able to be ready Again, it's a defense mechanism when it's not derived by a post-traumatic event. Right. If there's post-traumatic event behind it, then it creates another anxiety with a higher risk of just needing more assistance. And so it's important that the more the reason we don't negate, we, that's one of the things that we say. We don't just say, oh, it's cured by just a pill. Or it's the willingness to go into it to want to be in a better place and to be able to ask for assistance, to seek God and ask, you know, how do I, what is happening in this moment? What can we do in this moment? God help me reveal what is it that's causing this, that's coming out of me. We talked about last week about the water and that when all these outside things that come um, at us, it's that dirt that is added to the water. And right. think of it just, if you've got a bottle of water and you've got dirt at the bottom of the bottle of water, when stress, when you shake up that bottle of water, what happens? The muddiness comes up. So right. think about that. That's the anxiety coming up that is it's surfacing. You, you know, sometimes we think we're okay. Right. But until we're in a situation where we're under stress, that starts burn, you know, blurring up and starts staring up. And then what happens? We get to a point where that anxiety, we're no longer able to control it. And right. so it's real. It is real. It's something true. that we want to talk about. So, you know, we, we think, well, what can you do? For one thing is challenge the negative thinking yes. that could be causing that anxiety. So it's yes. the awareness, number one. What is it that, once it, that, what took for it to shake that came up to the surface? So challenge the negative thought patterns and the beliefs. And we talked about that last week. If you didn't get a chance to hear last week's um, uh, uh, podcast or episode or if you weren't here just go to our YouTube or go to um, the Facebook and he talks we went into in, in a little bit deeper about what creates that um, mm -hmm. what leads us to get to that point and so it's important to know you know one of the other things too is many times um, doctors once they give you a they name it what it is many doctors just give you a pill and, and, and there's this where diagnosis can also be a little bit conflicting. Um, many times, they, a doctor will many times give you a pill. What counselors and coaches would like to do that are Christian counselors and coaches is they want to look, is there something that's in balance? Sometimes it's just as little as vitamin D. Yeah. The natural sunlight that God has given us, a lack of vitamin D, which we know that was the, a lot of things that were missing during COVID, vitamin D. So we get, you know, sunlight, we are exposed to exercise. Um, many times just looking at the diet of a person that can create it's some, a lack of something. You know, we talk about dopamine that can also create the lack of um, a, a, that is needed in the body. And so we don't receive that. Then that can also lead to anxiety. So there's Absolutely. different factors. It's not a one solution thing. But what we know is that we don't hide behind it and say it doesn't happen. Exactly. Because we all experience it at one point in time. Absolutely. Does that make sense for everybody? Everybody experiences it, amen? 
You know, I, I think it was very interesting. We were in a town not too long ago, and I won't name the town and won't name the, uh, the pastor and family that we were with because they're people of faith. But in this particular city, the crime has gotten so bad that the uh, highways have shooters that are sitting by the highways just shooting people as they drive by. They wouldn't drive down those roads. And I was really glad that they didn't want to drive down that road because I was in their car. <laughs> and so I wasn't anxious about it. Now, if we had driven down that road, I might have been a little anxious. But, you know, that's what anxiety feels like to some people is like there is something bad about to happen. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know when it might happen, but I've got to get on this road and go down here and I might get shot. And that's amazing, uh, tragic thing to have to live through. And so I just believe that God has answers for all of us who really want his answer. And we were talking with a very dear friend. She'll be here this weekend. Dr. Seal uh, was with us today for lunch. And we were talking with her, and she told us of an experience where she had an anxiety attack, never had it in her life, but just recently had an anxiety attack. And she had to get up and leave the room and leave the place where she was because she was under such anxiety. This is a woman of faith. It's a praying woman, a Bible-believing woman, a spirit-filled woman, but all of a sudden anxiety came. And... She said when she got up and walked out, and here's what I really want you to hear tonight. She said that the Holy Spirit spoke to her and said, you get to choose now. And she said, choose what? He said, you get to choose. Do you want faith or do you want fear? Because if you want the fear, it will come. And you know, that's the reality of it. Some of us get comfortable, and I'm not talking about people that are having a severe panic attack. Now I'm talking to some of us in the church that we get more comfortable having our little episodes because it gets us attention. Mama. <laughs> and we get comfortable in those spaces, and we would rather have the fear because we like people feeling sorry for us. And if I don't have, and, and I can only imagine because I know what it's like to be lonely. I know what that's like. I've been alone and I've been lonely. And I know what that's like to be lonely for days on end. And sometimes it's almost better if somebody feels sorry for you if they just come in around. Y'all hear what I'm saying? But there is a reality check in all of this because the reality is, is that I am never alone. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes. And I get to choose that God is my partner from this day forward. And he is walking with me. He said he would never leave me nor forsake me. And sometimes in the midst of the loneliness, you just have to get up and address 
the enemy of your soul and say, my God made me a promise and he told me he would never leave me nor would he forsake me. So today, Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my house. Come sit at my breakfast table. Come sit at my coffee table. Come sit on the back porch with me. Come sit in my sofa. Sit with me today and talk with me. And sometimes it is important. You know, faith cometh by hearing. My God. And hearing by the word of God. Sometimes it is important for us as believers to open up the Bible when we ain't got nobody else in the room and just begin to read it out loud and say, God, I speak to my spirit right now. And I tell my spirit, I will not live under this issue. I will not live under the weight of this pressure. I will not live under the, the weight of this sorrow any longer. The joy of the Lord is mine. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. And the joy of the Lord is with me today. And I declare your glory is released in my house. See, when you start talking like that to yourself, then the Holy Spirit can show up in your atmosphere. And everything that the enemy is trying to bring you has to leave in the presence of his holiness. Because when holiness walks in, evil has to walk out. I wish somebody would help me right there. <laughs> when holiness walks in, evil has to leave. Evil has to depart. And evil has to find another place to go and mess with. So I declare to you today that there is healing in this. Jesus gave us, and I love it that the NASB, the New American Standard Bible, calls this section of the scripture the cure for anxiety. Now we know that there is no scripture that I'm just going to read and it's just going to cure all your woes. But it, it, it is what, what it literally refers to is that scripture is not something to just be read and heard. Scripture is something to be studied until it begins to be illuminated in me. And once a revelation comes, revelation never comes so I know something you don't know. Revelation comes so I can live something I've never lived before. Amen. Revelation is never for everybody else. It's always for you. Yes. Oh, come on, somebody. It's, it's never, you know, and, and there's a lot of times, and I know that I'm getting close to my time here, but let me just say this. There's a lot of times that, that we read a scripture and we think sometimes that maybe God is conditional, just like where the scripture talks about the idea that if I don't forgive, then neither will my father in heaven forgive. Oh, then his forgiveness is conditional. No, it's not really conditional when you really understand it. When you understand it is the fact that you cannot receive what you're not willing to give. Come on, somebody. So you have to be willing to step into the exchange of forgiveness in order to get forgiveness. Right. You have to be able to step Think about it like a cycle, like a, a swirling pool or something that it's on this side and I want what's on that side, but I'm on this side. So I have to release something on this side to go around, to release that on this side, to bring it back to me. It is like in a flow. It's like I am in a flow of constantly releasing and receiving Amen. and the forgiveness of God 
is not conditional. It is experiential. It is to be participated in. So when I tell you that there's a scripture that is the cure for anxiety, this is not just to be read. It's to be participated in. This is why I tell you, Jesus said, these are Jesus's words, y'all, Jesus's words. He said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and life. His word says, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in their barns for your heavenly father feeds them and aren't you far more valuable to him than they are. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field, how they grow. They don't work and make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Amen. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? Father already knows all your needs. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly father knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he'll give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will bring its own worries and today's trouble is enough for today. Can somebody shout amen at the reading of the word? I don't know who watched tonight, but I declare to you that your anxiety is going to leave tonight. I declare to you that there is an answer that is on the way, that God is bigger than all your worry. He's bigger than all your fears. He's bigger than all your troubles. And he's greater, and he has an answer for you. And I don't know if you've been dealing with it for 30 years or for 10 minutes, but I am declaring tonight that the healing of God is loosed for anxiety and worry to everybody that believes in Jesus' name. We love you and we bless you. Dr. Noah, me, Bishop Gary Oliver here at The Secret Place. Come back and see us again, y'all. Hallelujah. We love you. Thanks. I want to go. I want to go to that.